Welcome along to episode two in series three of Nido's Pocket Podcasts, where we're chatting to Eleanor Andrade May, who's part of the Teach the Future campaign, all about eating sustainably. Do you have any advice for where is a good place to think about going to shop? One important thing to consider, especially when buying things like vegetables and fruit, is whether you can buy them separately and not in plastic packaging. Because, yeah, you know, the plastic bag's a bit more convenient if you have to carry it home. Not just is that plastic bag bad, obviously. You often end up buying things that you don't actually want because maybe you can't eat several kilos worth of carrots and you just needed three or four for your meal that night. And so you end up with a lot of wasted food if you're limited to buy pre-packaged amounts. And so sometimes it comes across as slightly more expensive per carrot or potato, but you'll find that you probably cut costs if you're only buying exactly how much you need. If you have the time available, then choose a day of the week that you're going to do all of your cooking because cooked vegetables will perhaps last longer than vegetables just raw in your fridge. Um, and so that and then you can also freeze those portions as well. Um, so that helps to prevent food waste and also reduces the amount of times you need to go shopping, um, which can help. As well as that, looking at dried goods and things you can keep in your cupboards, because things like a kilo bag of lentils will last for weeks, depending how often you eat them. But a lot of portions come out of it. Um, and they are cheap, very cheap per portion. I think rice and dal is the cheapest meal I make ever. Um, it's two ingredients plus flavoring. Um, and it's probably the two cheapest things I buy as well. What's the best way to try and be sustainable about eating meat if you're going to do it? So firstly, of course, look at where you're buying it from and butchers are probably going to be more expensive and perhaps outside of the student budget. So if you're not able to buy from local or small scale farms, then look at reducing your meat um, consumption because especially red meat. Um, I know a lot of people aren't able to go fully vegetarian or fully vegan because of health issues, especially, um, but also because of the time it takes to prepare food, especially vegetables and things. And it limits the access to like ready meals and pre-packaged food that you can have. Um, and so reducing your meat intake is a lot because when you start to do that and when you start to choose vegetarian meals, if you eat out or get a takeaway, you start to look at food differently, I think, because you stop seeing it as so much of a meat and two veg, but rather you bring in more different countries' cuisines and look at different ways that you can put food together, which, well, firstly, you kind of think about all sorts of different ways you can have food and it, you probably actually end up with an increased variety if you're putting more thought into it like that. Secondly, it can get cheaper because often if you're replacing meat with things like lentils or beans, as opposed to the like vegan meat substitute, so things like corn and the like fake meat versions, um, if you go to lentils and beans instead of them, then that's often cheaper than meat itself. And so it can be cheaper if you know how to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here and say if there was... If there was one one meal you could eat that would be that's sustainable, fairly cheap and fairly quick, what would it be? <laughs> I'm less one for quick meals. 
and more for lazy meals. So my go-to comfort food is rice or even just like a wrap or pita bread or something from the freezer and dal because you just put the lentils on with some water on a low temperature and mix it. And, you know, you can cut up an onion and fry it and some garlic and add it on top. And I think I worked out, and of course you add spices, but I'm not counting a teaspoon of spices in the costs. Um, (laughs) But it worked out, I think, to about 20p per portion or something, because I tried to work out how much I'd used for it. And it's absolutely the best kind of just warm, comforting food for like a rainy day and very low effort because you just have to mix it occasionally. I've literally written that one down. So thank you very much to Eleanor for that valuable insight. Don't forget, keep an eye on social media at Nido Student for future episodes of Nido's Pocket Podcasts.